Does God want us to experience Him more, to see more of Him in our lives? Well, the Bible says yes, and we're going to talk about it in today's episode of the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. Hello, I'm Tim Dumas, and thank you for joining me for this episode of the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. I do pray that you are doing well. You know, sometimes when we talk about wanting more of God in our lives and wanting a deeper relationship with Him and wanting to experience more of His will in our lives, we miss that we first need to see God's plan to prepare us for coming into this deeper relationship with Him. Let's look at Matthew chapter 5, verse 8. And here Jesus said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So if we want to see God, to see Him more real in our lives, evidence of His will coming to pass in our lives, what are we to do? Well, let's look at the scripture again. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. A similar scripture is found in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. It says, Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. So if we want to see, if we want to experience and know God, the reality of Him in our lives, then we know that the condition of our hearts and the way we live our lives, it actually matters. Have you ever heard... Uh, someone like a coach or a trainer tells someone to follow a certain diet and a certain exercise plan, and that if they will do that, then after time they will see results. That means to experience results. And, and, and that's what the scripture is talking about, seeing the results, uh, the reality of God in our life. And that's what we should be striving for. That's what we should want, to see God in our life. But in order to do that, the scripture says the condition of our heart matters and the condition of how we act, how we carry ourselves, referring to holiness or sanctification. So if we want more of God, and I believe that you do, we have to understand to see more of God, to experience more of God, we must address those things in our actions and in our hearts that are not pleasing to God. Let's look at Psalms 19, and I'm going to share this from the New Living Translation, beginning with verse 7. It says, The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The the commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for the living. Reverence for the Lord is pure. Lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warning to your servant, a great reward for those who obey them. How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins and don't let them control me. Then I will be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. Amen. So I want you to notice that the psalmist here mentions two types of sin. Those hidden that we are not aware of and those that are deliberate. 
Now, understand that sin means missing the mark, falling short of God's best or His will. Okay? That's what sin means. And our thoughts and our views can fall short of God's will, His truth. Some we know and some we, we may need to be made aware of, and that's what the Word of God will do. The Bible says in Psalms 139, verses 23 through 24, it says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. See, we need to seek God, to seek His truth, to seek His will, asking Him to reveal those things in our hearts and in our lives, in our actions, that are not pleasing to Him which can include deep-rooted beliefs that are in contradiction to His Word. So how is God going to reveal to us what we need to change? How is God going to reveal to us those things that are falling short of His truth or His will? It's by His Word. So we need to be diligent in seeking God, seeking His Word, in order to know what His will is, to know what His truth is, Yield to it, believe it, and act in obedience to it. That's what brings us a pure heart. That's what brings us the life of holiness and sanctification that he's calling us to, that he says we must have these things in order to see him or to experience him in a greater, greater manner. You know, there's these things that are hidden of the heart that we're not aware of, but there's also things in our heart that we are aware of that we hold on to. Those things that do not please God. It can be anger. It can be unforgiveness. It can be sensual type sins that we enjoy for a little bit. And we have to realize that we need to make a choice. Do we want to grow in the things of God? Do we want to increase in knowing God and experiencing Him and seeing Him manifest in our lives, His will manifest in our lives? If so, then we have to make a choice. To remove these wrong thoughts, these wrong desires from our heart. Let me share with you Psalms 66, beginning with verse seven, uh, 16. It says, Come and hear all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he has done for my soul. I cried out to him with my mouth, and high praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished iniquity in my heart, other translations may say, if I kept sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But truly, God has listened. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. You see, if, if we knowingly keep sin in our heart, like I said, it could be anger. It could be envy. It could be jealousy. It could be sensual type sins that nobody else knows about. Maybe it's, it's having wrong, sensual thoughts that you allow yourself to have once in a while or things that you look at simply because they do something for you. They bring some excitement into your life. But if, if we're holding on to these things, if we're cherishing these things in our heart, then actually we're choosing them over God because they're not what God wants for us. They're not pure. They're not holy. So we have to make a choice. James 4.8 says this, Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your, your hands. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. 
See, double-minded means you have your thoughts on two things. It's not only on God. Double-minded is having your thoughts sometimes on God, but then sometimes it's on things that do not please God. So we got to decide. We have to make a choice. We can't do both. We can't continue in the things that don't please God and yet draw near to Him at the same time. We can't do it. So we got to make a choice. But let me go back and read Psalms 19 again. And I want you to really listen to what it says about the word of God, the commandments, his decrees, his instructions. All this is his word. Psalms 19 verse 7, the instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. His word will revive you. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. We can trust his word and it actually makes us wise by knowing what his word says. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. You know, we can enjoy sin for a time, for a time, but that joy won't last. Other things will begin to come into our heart because we've opened the door. We have to understand if we play with fire, we're going to get burned. But the Bible says the commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. You want joy? then you're going to have to let go of those things that are not pleasing to God, even though they bring you a little bit of joy, even though they bring you a little bit of excitement for a short time. They don't last. And in the end, well, they just, they bring you further away from God. The commandments of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. God wants you to live. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The law of the Lord, the laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warning to your servant, a great reward for those who obey them. You see, one of the things that hinder us is that we have not realized how wonderful it is to draw near to God. We have not realized how precious, how valuable his word is. If we'll do that, if we'll realize how wonderful he is and how precious his word is, then we won't hold on to those things that don't please him. You know, and those things that don't please him, they're going to take us where we don't want to go in the end. So let's determine, let's make the choice, let's realize, let's have clarity about this, that we can't hold on to the things that don't please God and seek Him at the same time. We have to be willing to let those things go. And we seek God for His grace and His ability to do those things within us. We say, God, this doesn't please you. Give me the grace, Lord, to remove these things from my heart. I'm asking you to remove them. Let me share another verse with you. I hadn't planned on sharing this with you today, but let me go ahead and do it. Deuteronomy 30, verse 6 says, And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring or your children so that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, that you may live. See, if we are cherishing some things in our heart that are not pleasing to God, then we're not loving God with all our heart. 
if we're holding on to things within our heart that are not pleasing to God, then we're not holding on to God with all our heart. But listen to what it says again. Deuteronomy 36, And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring so that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, that you may live. So we don't realize what it means to really live. But if we will follow God, if we will yield to him, if we will draw near to him, if we will ask him to give us the grace for these things to be removed from us and seek him and not be double-minded, but single-minded in seeking out the things of God, then he'll do these things in our life. And we'll know what it is to live life knowing God for his will to be manifesting in our lives. So let's make the decision that God and his word is worth more than everything else. And let's pursue him. The pure in heart, they shall see God. Matthew 5, verse 8. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope it's encouraged you. I hope it's challenged you to do what you need to do to grow closer to God and to see his will come to pass in your life. I want you to know that God loves you. Thank you for being here. Again, my name is Tim Dumas, and this is the Hope for Healing, Faithful Living Podcast. Until next time, may God's richest and best be yours.